This is a National Arts Center podcast. Find more great NAC podcasts on the performing arts at nacpodcast.ca or search on National Arts Center on iTunes and subscribe for free. Welcome to the Hexagon studio. This is Marjolaine Fournier. Uh, I'm sitting here with a very special guest. Her name is Madame Josée Baudet, and she happens to be the niece of the very first music director here at the National Arts Center, Monsieur Jean-Marie Baudet, a man who made many, many choices and decisions and had a huge impact on the life of the orchestra here and on the life of the art center, but who disappeared too soon and was almost forgotten until now, because Madame Baudet has published quite recently a book, a biography uh, on this great man, and it's titled L'Homme Orchestre, uh, the uh, one-man band almost, and you will see how, how many hats this man wore in his life. Hello, bonjour, Madame bonjour. Baudet. Bonjour. It's a, such a pleasure to meet you after having read and reread and reconsulted your book. What a work. I know that the Baudet motto uh, is laborare et perseverantia. Yes. Work and perseverance yes. will get you everywhere. <laughs> now, you live by this, clearly, obviously by this book. And your uncle? Yes, I I I spent uh, more than ten years, My but I must goodness. say that uh, to to uh, make the research to write it. My intention to publish a, a biography of Jean Marie uh, was uh, very like uh, important, very profound. You know, I had to do it I, because, uh, as you said, he was an important man in this uh, the Canadian musical life for many years in many fields in Quebec in Ontario in uh, Ottawa in Ontario and I uh, I didn't want him to be forgotten and uh, well, uh, I hope that my book will help to um, people to remember him or to remember what he had done and he he's an interesting man he was the fourth of 16 kids. Yeah. Yeah. He was a funny boy, very uh, funny and lively. And I'm surprised that he was so discreet in his life. Um, you showed me um, a recording yeah. of Glenn Gould playing. Yeah. Yeah. And Wait. who's conducting? 
Yeah. Jean-Marie Baudet. Yeah. But you know he, that the, he was the one who introduced for the first time Glenn Gould in Montreal. Nobody knew Glenn Gould, I think it was 1953 or 55, I remember. See, and he, he, so Jean-Marie's the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's, let's talk about oui. all these hats that he wore. He was first yeah. a pianist. Yeah, a pianist and an organist, both during his uh, teenage time and, young, uh, and, and, and as a young adult. Yeah, and he he even won this very um, important prize in Quebec called Le Prix d'Europe. Yes. Which was, uh, if you qualified, if you won this prize, yeah. you were allowed yeah. to go study. All over Europe you could go, and uh, you uh, received $2,000 for your living, your travels, and uh, your studies there. And your teacher there in uh, Paris, let's say in Paris, had to uh, send some um, bulletin re uh, reports about uh, your about your success every month to the Academy of Music. Uh, the Academy of Music of the province of Quebec, in fact, it was the government who was giving this uh, this money. So this makes it very clear that he was a excellent musician he he made it oh and he won it in two uh, as a pianist and as an organist he, he was the first in piano and the first for the organ also that's so, ridiculous but, uh, but the note was a little higher in uh, for piano so he was officially the uh, recipient for in piano but he studied both over uh, overseas yeah. and clearly he made a lot of very good contacts while he was there yeah. he comes back yeah. he decides to work for Radio-Canada. No, when he comes back, it's 1932. Radio-Canada does not exist. Okay? Radio, it's CC, CCRD, Canadian Commission of Radio Diffusion, uh, which is a governmental um, institution trying to, to, uh, to give birth to Radio-Canada. And finally, in by the end of 1936, Radio-Canada is born. And at the beginning of 1937, Jean-Marie hired as the first uh, program director for the province of Quebec. And then the, the year after, in 1938, is hired also by CBC Radio-Canada to be the musical director all over Canada. But he keeps the, 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 he combines both jobs. He keeps the first one. So that's why he, he always had two or three ads. The third ad, may I talk about it now? Please. Yeah. Yeah. The third ad is... Mu and maybe we should say more the first one than the third one anyway, is music. Because whatever job Jean-Marie had in his life, and he had many, he never, never stopped playing music. Okay, In each of his contracts, and it was true also here at NAC with Mr. Satham, there's always an agreement. So that during the weekends, during his vacation, during at, on evenings, he should be able to accept other contracts to conduct or to accompany a singer or, or to play himself. And he did that all his life from the very beginning to the end. He had even a grand piano in his office in Radio-Canada the first time he was there, the first 10 years, from 1937 to 1947. So I will do whatever job, mm -hmm. but let me play music. Yes, Yes, and as far as my job is well done and that you, my boss is happy, mm -hmm. I have, uh, about the grand piano, I have something to tell you. Um, in 1947, he decides to quit Radio-Canada 
to be able to be to do more music. And uh, so there's a party to uh, because he's leaving. So uh, there's some speeches. He's been given a, a gift, and uh, to thank everyone after, he just goes to his piano. And he plays, uh, I cannot say it in English, the, La Cathédrale Angloutie, Debussy of Debussy. Prelude. Because yeah. he... Huh? It's a Debussy prelude for oh, okay. piano. Yeah. And um, he was, uh, he, he loved very much French music and he was a great interpreter for Debussy and La Cathédrale Angloutie was his favorite piece. So everybody cried, of course. <laughs> mm, it's my favorite piece also. Is yeah. that right? It's very difficult to play well, though. Oh, so it was excellent. He, he uh, in '46, I think he had uh, all the Bussy recital at L'Hermitage in Montreal. Somebody says, let's get Jean-Marie in on this. Mm-hmm. Jean-Marie, he'll, he'll know. He'll be able to help. So the CBC lends yeah. Jean-Marie to the National yeah. Art Center that hasn't been built yet. It no. doesn't have any doors. No, you're nothing. speaking of the name. You, do you know that the National Art Center almost was named uh, Rideau Center? The Rideau Center. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ah, yeah. Rideau as in uh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, curtain. Um, no, like oh, the, the river. Oh, the Rideau River Center. Yeah. Oh, oh, I see yes. the Rideau Center. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. Oh, my goodness. Because I, I read some letters between Mr. Southern and Jean-Marie discussing about this. So, <laughs> who, is this oh, what Mr. Was, uh, no, I think No, I think Jean-Marie said that's not a good idea. <laughs> no. No, but a National uh, Arts but, Center. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, la, la. But this is like a parenthesis. In fact, they discuss much more about the orchestra than about other things. <laughs> but what is true, and I I read this in your book but, mm-hmm. and in other references, was that it's mayhem, these meetings and all these committees, and there's an, even an organ committee that's sort of uh, lobbying because they want this big, magnificent organ to be oh, yes. put into the art center, and they're saying, no, we don't have the money. No, no, they no, no, they, no, no. They didn't have the money, and the, uh, finally, there is an organ. But There's it, a beautiful yeah, organ. Yeah, but it uh, it arrived afterwards. Later, yes, and later, it's a gift from the Dutch. Uh, yeah, from, yeah, yeah. Apparently, I know, uh, I know people that saw the organ arrive, mm-hmm. and apparently it was a very quiet arrival, and these guys in lab coats mm-hmm. and little rubber hammers put the thing together mm-hmm. because, you know, it's such a delicate thing. So, the, the so, so, oh, so going back to your question, yes. Jean-Marie was uh, in CBC for the third times time, and then he was a member of this committee set up by Mr. Applebaum about music, opera, and uh, dance. And... Um, uh, he was, of course, uh, in charge for the music with, among others, other uh, colleagues. And he worked from CBC um, 
he was still uh, an employee of CBC from 1964 to 1967. It means that, that he was also working for CBC at that time. But then the two next years, he was loaned by CBC, but was full-time musical director here at the center. And in 1969, he officially quitted CBC, which was not a surprise because they have not seen him since a couple of years. Well, not seen him at his office because I'm sure all these people met quite often. Yeah, mm. it's amazing that he was able to leave an institution so many times. But also it's amazing that he was, he called it his baby, this orchestra. Yeah, it was in a way he he decided yeah. so many things about it, I but think this many w- things yeah. were his baby. Yeah, but the, the orchestra, Jean-Marie never had any children, okay? Uh-huh. He, he loved, but he didn't have any, any children. And he, he, this orchestra, what is it? It's baby, I read it. He, he wrote that, I, I read it. And Mr. Sautum, a year after uh, um, the first anniversary, said Jean-Marie was the the father, and then at the 35th anniversary, he said Jean-Marie was the mother, but anyway, <laughs> the orchestra was born. <laughs> there was a link <laughs> between Jean-Marie and this new baby. And yeah. I think some, sometimes I think that um, <clears throat> he died quite off, quite uh, close to the uh, the opening of uh, the first uh, concert, or the year after. And I think this has been the maybe the greatest challenge, but the most Dressing one of all his life. He have always dreamt of an orchestra to whom he could, uh, uh, for whom he could choose the repertory, you know. And all his life, it was his life, it was his dream. Even when he came back from Europe, it was his first dream in Quebec. He tried to do it. So, so this important, so this baby is very important for him and he's um, anxious about all, uh, how will. All these musicians chosen uh, everywhere in Canada, in the States, in some in, from Europe, how will they melt together? Mm-hmm. And and uh, the stress uh, was there until the first concert, which, which was a, a real uh, success, thanks to Mr. Bernardi. <laughs> Let's talk about Mario Bernardi, because yeah. I, I really like the, the fortuitous meeting of the two. You know, I think that maybe uh, Jean-Marie was... Uh, let's call him Jean-Marie. Yes. Um, he was a pianist yes. at uh, maybe a rehearsal or something, and this is how he met... Bernardi was a pianist at the rehearsal of the opera Carmen that uh, Jean-Marie was conducting. Ah, I have it backwards. No, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, right. So they knew each other. Yeah. You were telling uh, uh, me m- m- that they both have very similar tastes in um, quality Yes, bo- both of, of them, uh, by Jean-Marie was a pianist also, uh, I will not say that they were rigorous because this is a this has a bad the word mm-hmm. has a bad it's uh, pejorative uh, it can yes, be it might, yeah. might be pejorative, but they they liked both liked to be uh, clear sharp, you know, in um, the uh, I think Jean Marie appreciated that in in uh, Bernardi's play, and he even if Bernardi did not know. The rep- the repertory, which would be the one of the new orchestra, because he was used to direct uh, conduct lyrics. Jean Marie had confidence. He, he he knew that it would wo- it would work. And Bernardi, when he was chosen, you were you were telling me that he didn't say, "Oh yes, yes, I no, want no, to no, do no. this." No, 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 no. The first time it was non-official. 
Okay, it's summer 67. So the, the two met. No, about that. And then Mr. Bernardi, he thinks that's a dream. Okay, that's and a dream. A and dream. it will never happen. Okay. okay. I think there's, there's a second time and then a third one. And he, at the third, third encounter, then third, okay, uh, Bernardi is convinced and he will come back with his family a few months later. But, and then after he has accepted, Bernard told me that they, they went to the, and it's written somewhere also, they went to, in London, it was in London, because uh, Bernard went with the Sadler's Wells Opera. They went to his club, the Savage Club, and then they drank, and then they decided of the repertory for the first year. <laughs> but Just I must, like that, yeah, over but, drinks. <laughs> yeah. Nice. It's place like a draft, but, you know. Uh, and uh, uh, so I, I re, um, at the archives here, here at the National uh, Library, I read the correspondence between uh, Jean-Marie and Bernardi, which lasts from 67 to 69, 67, 68, 69. Even in 67, uh, Bernardi had not accepted, but Jean-Marie was already writing to him. And uh, they, dis they discussed everything. You were taking, talking of the organ? What the, the celesta, the piano, the violin, what, what type, what, what price? What, they discussed of everything. All those and details. As yeah. Mr. Bernardi is still anxious, and he will be anxious until the end of the first con first concert in October, mm -hmm. by the beginning of October 69, Jean-Marie is always reassuring him uh, all the time about the contract, about the instruments, about the musicians. And when Monsieur Bernardi arrives for good after a, a bad fly from, I don't know, from where he, from where he started in Europe with his wife and a small baby who cried all the time on the plane. Okay. Jean-Marie was there at the airport. I think it's Montreal. I'm not sure. To drive him here. And he had rented a house for him. Oh. Not with his money, but he, 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 he made a up. research. He found a house which pleased them and he, he made the arrangements. So Monsieur Bernardi, his wife and his baby, they just, he let them at their house. He was a you, gentleman, my uncle. Clearly, he's he, he was very good to do little things, which will mm. will help more afterwards. Yeah. So there was Bernardi that he he courted and yeah. then brought back, yeah. and Bernardi, in return, um, created this sound. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Oh yes. But also uh, Jean Marie, he changed the lives of many musicians. He handpicked some musicians. He invited them. You should come and play with us. You should. And uh, I and I have had conversations with some colleagues who knew him, and they they know that he was very good at making sure that everybody yeah. was happy. Yes, that's what he done. I, Mr. Pristav, I asked Mr. Pristavsky what yes. was Jean Marie's role. Uh, while the, you were rehearsing for the first concert, Ellie said he would come once in a while and ask ask us, is everything fine with you? Do you need something? Is there something going wrong? Because he wanted the artist, he had Jean-Marie, had the great respect for artists, and he wanted everyone to feel at ease and happy. Mm. He took care of the the birth of the, the Canadian 
music center in Toronto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, the only little addition I'd like to make is that Mario Bernardi uh, included Canadian music quite a bit in the orchestra programs when he was in charge. Yeah, but, but like, let's say that the musical director, I think, always make... Um, programs is repertory for a year and so I'm sure that Jean-Marie with the collaboration of, uh, of Bernardi had put musical Canadian even for the very beginning mm. and as you say Mr. Bernardi he continues after because he took over, over after Jean-Marie's death I, I'm wondering you know you call him the one man band uh, L'homme orchestre yes I like this sensation <laughs> Yes. Uh, so he was a very, very good organizer of people. He met people when he was in France as a student, then met people at the CBC, at the Canadian Music Center. He accompanied, he booked, and he was able to keep all these people around him. So that's very hard to do mm -hmm. as a musician. He was a great conductor, pianist, um, and then he imagined this orchestra. So how would he like to be remembered, do you think, if you had a say? Well, two two things, but maybe it's the same one. He uh, was a man of challenges, challenges. Yes. But all these challenges had one goal. He wanted to serve music all the time. This mistress was the music. Bravo for Merci. this beautiful book. Thank Merci. you. Merci mille fois. Et moi, je vous remercie beaucoup. This has been a National Arts Centre podcast produced in Ottawa by NAC New Media. Send us your comments and questions. Email us at nacpodcasts at gmail.com. Visit the podcast section of the iTunes store where you can rate and comment on this podcast. We love to hear from you. Remember, you can find more great NAC podcasts at necpodcast.ca or search on National Arts Centre on iTunes and subscribe for free.
Until next time, goodbye from Canada's National Arts Centre. Thank you.